Welcome to Your Food Looks Funny. I am Marcus T, and today we have a special guest, and we're talking peanut butter. I'm not eating that. I'm not eating that. All right, so like I said, we have another special guest on here, another family member. It's a family fair all year 2021. Coming up soon, we got National Peanut Butter Lover's Day, and I've got a peanut butter lover here with me. My cousin Chante, say hello to the people. Hi, the people out there. Like I said, Peanut Butter Lover's Day is coming up March 1st. If you ain't ready to celebrate, you ain't no lover. You got to have a Reese's cup in your pocket at all times when the day comes. Uh, Chante, what is your favorite peanut butter treat? My favorite peanut butter treat would be peanut butter and chocolate. Anything peanut butter and chocolate would be my, I would say would be my, my number 10. Gotcha. I gotcha. Um, are you a fan of a regular Reese's cup or you like one of like the newer versions they've had? I'm a fan of the original Reese's cup. Okay. The, the good old Reese's cup that was a little creamy, a little hard on the outside, but a little soft in the middle. Not this regular stuff we got going on now, mm-hmm. but the, the original Reese cup. Okay. You couldn't eat just one. Right, right, right. It was like Lay's, but in, in chocolatey form. Absolutely. Exactly. Do you like your Reese cups refrigerated or room temperature? Good question. I'll eat it either way because I don't want it too room temperature. It could be, it could get too soft and melt, mm-hmm. but yet I don't want it to be too hard. So even if I have Reese cup in an ice cream form, I will put it out on the counter for a couple minutes before I eat it. So it's not too hard, but it's not too soft. So somewhere in the middle is where I like mine. I dig it. I dig it. You know what you like, and and you have a specific range of where it is. I'm surprised you didn't have a temperature ready for me. (laughs) I like mine at 55 degrees. Sounds good. Yeah, mom was a big advocate of uh, anytime she had candy or candy bars, she always threw them right in the refrigerator. And I hated cold candy bars, but I love a cold Reese cup. Really? Yeah. Just How the- do you eat it when it's so hard? It's like you can't value the chocolate and the peanut butter meshing. Normally, I get the the bigger ones. So, like, they have the big cups, the thick okay. ones. Yeah. So, it's yeah. a lot more peanut butter on the inside. So, you get a nice pop That's through true. that chocolate layer, but then you get the nice softness through the peanut butter on the inside. Yeah. That yeah. sounds good. Oh, yeah. Have you ever tried to let it soften and melt a little bit and then stick up? popsicle in it and then stick it back in the refrigerator or freezer and let it like freeze and it's almost like a popsicle when you take it out to eat it no that might be too much of a peanut butter lover no no that's uh (laughs) that was some advanced level stuff right there no (laughs) try it one day let me see i need to write that one down hold up (laughs) you can also dip it in something when it's so hard to stick it in the freezer and it's like a multi-layered interesting Very interesting. All right. You might need to have you start writing recipes for uh, for treats on here. <laughs> good uh, stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. The most I've done playing with Reese cups is like baked goods. So I'll mm-hmm. make cookies and I'll keep the Reese cups frozen. And then once they come out hot, you just put the hot Reese cups. Like I'll get the little uh, the fun size ones and put those on top of the, the cookie and then it'll melt and adhere to it. Mm-hmm. So almost like, I forget what the name of the cookie is, but the people will put like the cookie with the Hershey Kiss on the top. I'll do that yes. with Reese cups. Mmm, yeah. sounds delicious. Yeah. I can't wait to try it next time. Right. 
Did I just slide my bed in there? Yeah. Absolutely. Do you like peanut butter cookies? I do. I haven't had a good old homemade peanut butter cookie that was delicious in a long time. So the only thing with peanut butter cookies that I don't like is that people tend to cook them too long. Mm. So they come out more like a potato chip yeah. than actual crispy kind on the outside, uh, similar to snickerdoodle and soft in the middle. Right. So it's like they got to get that right, that texture just right. And if you don't, it just to me, destroys the taste and the texture of the actual peanut butter mm -hmm. cookie. Um, by comparison, I, I had a good thought about this. So have you ever seen the movie Chef with John uh, Favreau? I have not. Okay, so in the movie, he's going off on this, uh, on this food critic. And the food critic had written a bad review about his molten chocolate lava cake because it wasn't like molten on the inside. He said he didn't even have the courage to undercook the molten chocolate lava cake. Wow. Wow. He said he didn't have the courage. Right. Yeah. That is a hit below the belt multiple times. Exactly. And and that's what I was thinking about when you were talking about the texture of the cookies. Some people don't have the courage to underbake certain desserts that right. should be softer. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Longer is not always better. And I think sometimes people cook, but they don't actually know what their oven can and can't do. Like they don't know their oven so they get they do too much of something or like you said not enough of something yep with cookies it only takes a second two minutes you're over so it's better to pull them <laughs> out when they're a little bit too soft versus waiting until they're just right because they're going to cool down and they're going to get that much harder they're going to end up like chips ahoy and i hate chips ahoy i do too i don't see how people eat chips ahoy yeah it's like a, a chocolate chip potato chip exactly i'm like why am i why am I crunching through these stale styrofoam cookies? I don't. Yeah, I don't want them. I'm not eating that. <laughs> yeah, yuck. But back to Reese cups. So Reese cup came out with these pretzel Reese cups a few months ago, and I had to go on a mission to find them. It was like I was Sherlock Holmes trying to find the evidence of what actually existed here. And then when I found them, first of all, I'm appalled by the pricing of candy bars nowadays. Absolutely. I remember when they used to be like 44 cents at Walmart. Now they're double that. They're 88. And if you want any more than that, you're going to have, and that's a regular size, not a king size. A king size will cost you almost like $2. I was going to say that. Yep. That's accurate. Ridiculous. So I normally go for fun size or minis anyway, just so I can curb my appetite of them without overindulging. Because it's easy to do it. Oh, yeah. Can't have just one. And Reese's Cup was the originator of having two of something in a pack. And I've never been a fan of opening a pack, eating one, and leaving the other. I got to eat the other one. You have to complete the course. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to leave them lonely in the package. You cannot. You have to eat the other one. Yeah. Yuck. Uh, so another thing that's not as familiar, it's not a big peanut butter thing, but peanut butter ice cream. Mm. So I'm sure you like peanut butter ice cream. We're an ice cream family. Absolutely. So that was my dessert last Sunday when we had the free day on the challenge was peanut butter ice cream. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, where You got it from a place or you bought like a pint or something? I do not generally try to do pints. So I'll try to get a serving for just that time. So okay. I don't keep going back and back and back and back. So I got it from Cold Stone, actually. Okay. Interesting. I don't think I've been in Cold Stone in like three or four years. I haven't either, but... I did that day and it was absolutely rewarding <laughs> to my stomach. <laughs> it was worth every bite. Yeah, you hit the 80s freeze frame on the way out with your fist in the air. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, have you ever had Jenny's ice cream? Jenny? Yeah, I, I think they're a chain. Uh, I've seen some in like Columbus and one here. I've had it, I believe, one time. I've had, uh, Jenny had, they don't call it moose tracks, but they call it something else. I can't remember what it is. Um, but I think I had that one time and uh, Turkey Hill. They were kind of like similar to me. Okay. I'm not a big fan of Turkey Hill. I think they had a red velvet ice cream at one point, and I was so disappointed. Right. Yeah. They're good, but they um, they seem to be a little stingy on the peanut butter cups. Ah, uh, yeah. So, you know, it's just like you're eating vanilla ice cream with, like, a little bit of swirl of the peanut butter and a little bit of swirl of a chocolate. Mm, yeah. Can't be stingy turkey heel. Right, a little lackluster on the, the addition there. Yes. What's the, uh, Jenny's has this gooey butter cake ice cream that's mm. really good. It reminded me of when we were just talking about peanut butter cookies. I'll put butterscotch morsels in the peanut butter cookies. Have you ever had those combinations together? I've never had that combination, ever. Oh. I've had the blondies with the butterscotch, Okay, but I've never had peanut butter with butterscotch. Are you a fan of butterscotch? I'm not a fan, but I can eat it. Okay, okay. I, I might have to give you a sample of those one day when I get some time to make those. You're trying to make me a fan? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to make me a fan with the peanut butter ice cream on the side. Like, you're supposed to be helping me here. Um, I'll make sure it's on a free day, I guess. <laughs> please do. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> um, another question. Uh, have you ever made your own peanut butter? I have never made my own peanut butter, no. Okay. Do you have a food processor? I do not, actually. I got rid of my food processor. Perhaps I should have kept it. <laughs> <laughs> now that you're telling you, you're, the light bulbs in my head is like ping. that's exactly what your face looked like it was like should I have kept it <laughs> and you know I was actually thinking too like I go to Whole Foods all the time that's like my go to store for a lot of things mm. and when I go into Whole Foods I promise you every time I'm in there I look at the thing that's that uh, I can't remember the device or whatever that you can use to make your own peanut butter. I mm. promise you, I look at it all the time and have never done it. Yeah. So for now, I probably should go in there and try it. Yeah, I mean... Or just bit me another food processor. Yeah. You and know, go to business. Yeah, Whole Foods, and, and there's a place near us. And I, I, it's obviously a chain, but the Fresh Market, they all do the yeah. same thing. So they'll make their own almond and peanut butter, and they make like a honey-roasted peanut butter in there too. Wait a minute. Okay, let's back up here. <laughs> you got me at honey. You got me at peanut butter, but honey roasted peanut butter. And they take the honey roasted peanuts and grind them up into peanut butter. Interesting. I'm telling you, I just I just stood there and stared at the machine for like five minutes. I think that I'm gonna take a look tomorrow. Thank you. Yes. I never knew that. Yeah. But if you have a food processor, uh, you can kind of control your, you know, your salt, your sweetener content. And uh, basically, it's just putting peanuts in there with maybe a little oil or something and running it for like five minutes. And so if you want to make a honey roasted, you'll just pour a little honey in it. You could use honey or you could use actual honey roasted peanuts. So I think it probably would be healthier if we just did the honey to see how it tastes the first run well, as opposed to the honey well, roasted peanuts, which the sodium may be a little higher. Yeah, it's going to be a honey. You're going to end up with a honey flavored peanut butter, but you got to remember that the peanuts are actually roasted with the honey <laughs> roast. 
So you could, I mean, you could honey roast your own peanuts if you wanted to. Just toss them in a little honey with, with no salt. And we wonder how that would taste. How about I just go to Whole Foods tomorrow and we just try this? <laughs> And then I come back for peanut butter show number two. Yeah, I, again, I'm not sure if, if Whole Foods has it. It was at Fresh Market when I saw it, which looks similar to Whole Foods. But Okay, so Fresh Market. Is Fresh Market and Mom's the same thing? I have no idea. Okay, I'm going to just have to go to Fresh Market. Okay, sorry. I know this is all about peanut butter, but I, I have mean, to get it, we on the trail still. I have to give everything correct. I have to get everything correct so when I go, I'm able to indulge properly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they have this huge wall. So it's a huge wall on the right side when you first walk in of the one near us. And it's just all of like their different nuts. So the almonds, the cashews and stuff and the trail mix. And then it leads right to the machines of the almond butter, the peanut butter and the honey roasted peanut butter. We should have had this podcast before I went and bought peanut butter the other day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, Valentine's Day is a free day. I know, but I'm just saying, like, I had bought this big thing of peanut butter, but I'm going to go there probably tomorrow and look at that. I mean, that's how much of an addict I am for peanut butter. There's nothing wrong with that. As long as you don't have an allergy, there's nothing wrong with it. This is true. Uh, I realize a lot of my episodes have somehow steered towards or, you know, around nuts. Uh, I'm very sorry for anybody listening who has allergies. Um, you can just skip forward to an episode that doesn't have nuts. But uh, I'm a huge fan of like pecans, peanut butter, all of that stuff. I mean, I was raised on it, so it's uh, it's in the blood, basically. It is in the blood. So we talked kind of about peanut butter baked goods. Have you ever had anything savory with peanut butter? Um, peanut butter soup. Really? Yes, I believe it is originated in Africa. Okay. But it's not just peanut butter. It's a lot of elements inside of the peanut butter was one of the ingredients in the soup. So that's absolutely delicious. You never would think that peanut butter would be so good, like in a soup, but it's, it's, it's delicious. Uh, It makes sense. I just, when you, when you say peanut butter, anything, you just imagine something sweet following. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. This is a little twist, but it's a good twist. It's delicious. The closest I've come to anything savory has been always been peanut sauce. So in different types of Asian dishes. Uh-huh. So the, it's peanut butter is basically half of it, but, you know, sesame oil, maybe some lime juice or something. Or, But it, it's good. But like, am I asking for it? Not really. I don't I don't really need it. It's OK. I can take it or leave it on a salad. You know, the, they make the peanut butter dressing. I can take it, leave it on a salad. But I think I prefer it more in a dessert or like I said, in that type of soup, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to just eating it in a salad right? as a dressing. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen this show. Uh, you have Netflix? I do. You ever seen this docuseries on there called Rotten? Yes, I have. Okay. Did you see the one about peanuts? I did not. <laughs> <laughs> and let me confess why I cannot, I can't, I, I don't want to see that episode. I don't want anything that's going to take me a just give me away from the fact that it might mess up my whole peanut butter flow. Yeah. I think almost every episode is, uh, is almost dedicated to ruining somebody's experience on whatever the food is. Exactly. So if I like it, I don't watch it. Yeah, I got (laughs) you. It wasn't as bad as most of the others. It it just dealt mostly with um, how restaurants have to deal with allergies being such a prominent thing now. Yeah. 
So I, I just recall that so much in day-to-day -day cooking of getting orders or getting requests for nut-free dishes. And so how do you get around that? It, it's, it's tough. It's really tough. Um, but most of the time, you have to make sure everybody is well-trained in the beginning. You have to have use records, so you need to have uh, a copy of every dish and all of its ingredients like readily available for the line for the prep kitchen for catering for whoever it is because when servers and i'm not throwing servers under the bus but a lot of the times it's a bad communication from front and back so mm -hmm. the servers will know the old way that we used to make a dish and they'll go oh yeah there's no peanuts in it not knowing or not realizing we just changed the dish three months ago and we added mm -hmm. peanut oil or we added macadamia nuts or something on top of it and then once the guest gets it, they're like, oh, uh, are you sure this has no nuts? And be like, yeah. So they're having a pitch moment. <laughs> Benadryl, please. Right. So luckily, I've never had one of those moments in the kitchen. And uh, on, the, on the other side of that, here's the main thing that I run into with allergies in general, but especially nuts. Normally, people just don't like the stuff. It's not that they're allergic. They just say they don't like it. It's part of a diet. So if they're not eating gluten, they'll say they're allergic to gluten or mm. I'm allergic to nuts or I'm allergic to dairy. Just say you don't like it and you don't want it in there. It's okay. Because yeah. if somebody does make the mistake, we don't want to think, oh, God, we almost just killed you. And they're just like, oh, it's fine. Liability right there. Right. <laughs> liability table number 14, please. <laughs> right, right. So we want all of that stuff up front. Let us know up front that you don't like it or you're allergic to it. Because if you're allergic to nuts... You know, we, I, I won't have to jump the counter with an EpiPen to be like, I got you. <laughs> you coming through the air. Right. You know what? And to that point, also, I realize that people often will say they don't like something based on what they read that was in the ingredients, mm -hmm. as opposed to trying it to see how the different flavors complement each other. Mm. And I'm one for trying it. I don't know of any allergies, food allergies that I have public public service public, service public announcement. So it's like, why not try it? If you don't like it, you know, not to get it again or send it back and improvise with something else. You just described my wife. <laughs> Anytime I say I'm going to cook something, as soon as I name an ingredient, she doesn't like, she doesn't like the whole dish. Like the whole thing is out. It's like, you may not even taste it in there unless it's like chitterlings. Yeah. And if it's like chitterlings, then I get you. Yeah. But if it's something else like peanut butter or lime or tomato or whatever, let them make it up and see. You might it might surprise you. Right. How the different flavors. Yeah. One, uh, of, the, one of the things uh, that I've been preaching recently is get the perfect bite. So you want to get a little bit of everything from the dish on one bite to judge how it tastes. Don't taste the one part you don't like and then say, mm -hmm. I don't like it. Well, the mushrooms right. with the Parmesan cheese and all this other stuff might taste better. And uh, it's the same thing with uh, when we first started dating. I was like, well, order something that you don't have to amend. Order it the way they make it mm -hmm. and then try it. If you didn't like it, then it's on you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because once you say, oh, I don't want no mushrooms, none of this, like you're altering the dish is not what they made anymore. Right. It's what you made. Right. <laughs> you're just not getting paid for it. Right. And that, that circles back to, if you're not allergic to it, don't tell me you're allergic to it because you're ruining my dish for no reason. And this is true. And that's the insult to a chef. Exactly. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. It's a cold world out here. Luckily, I've had the, the year off to 
blood pressure is going down and some of these requests just be ridiculous i can only imagine so that your next endeavor should be a book about your scenarios with so many customers mm-hmm. request or client request or whatever interesting the request book yep yeah, I got a million of those stories. I mean, 10 years in the kitchen and so many different catered events and types of people in these different cities. Oh, my God. We just, there you go. We just had a, when I talked to Derek yesterday, I said something about soda. He was like, you've changed. I was like, what do you mean? He was like, soda. I was like, I'm I'm sorry. I'm, I've lived away from Ohio for years now. I, it's, but it's so crazy. When I used to live in Ohio, I've always called it soda. Really? So people I'm wasn't meant to live in Sandusky. I was supposed to live in the city. And I was like, okay, I'm not disputing that, but it, that is the name of it. You guys just stop at pop. It's a whole word. I mean, whole two words, soda, pop. But the first word is soda. Yeah, I, I just thought it was making it easier on me by saying pop because it was one syllable. And then once I moved down south, it became soda. And I was like, all right, well, it is what it is. Um, the funniest thing that I have about soda in quotations uh was moving to atlanta which is the coke capital and Absolutely. working for the company i work for is a pepsi company so when people came to the hotel in atlanta they would be like oh yeah can i get a coke i'm like sorry we only have pepsi products i'm like excuse me <laughs> <laughs> am i in the right space here they were like so you don't have a, a coke back there no we have a pepsi as if you're uh answer is going to change right. uh i promise you ashton kutcher is not running out to punk you right it's really <laughs> pepsi, <laughs> it's really pepsi. <laughs> yeah it was uh i mean i didn't realize I, I watched a documentary on that too coke versus pepsi but how big of a thing it really is with people to be like no nah, i ain't drinking that Absolutely. people get really serious and i had a boss who only liked soda from a coca-cola soda from the fountain. Mm. But then it made sense because she was originally from Georgia. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's different than you just getting it in a plastic container. Cause even I know the deliveries to, I think McDonald's is in the, in a different container right. than other fast food place. So people yeah. get real serious about that Coca-Cola. Yeah. It's a little tricky, which has made some, I don't, I don't think it really made huge news. But the fact that LeBron, who signed with Coke when he first got in the league almost 18 years ago, he was the face of Sprite. He just signed with Pepsi this year. Really? So yeah, he, he was well up until actually Christmas because some of his his uh, commercials yeah. was Sprite for yeah. Christmas. Oh, yeah. Wow! His contract was up at the end of last year. Wow! So now he, he looks like he's going to be the face of Mountain Dew now for Pepsi Company. Oh wow! Yeah. So that's amazing. A, that's a huge twist right there. That's a that's a win for Pepsi. You're not kidding. I'm trying to think of if there's anything else. I didn't write anything else down for peanut butter. Peanut. Oh, that's what I didn't ask you. So if you're eating straight peanut butter or you're making it yourself because now you have a food processor. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, exactly. Do you like creamy or crunchy? I prefer creamy. Now I do like crunchy, mm-hmm. but when I put it crunchy on a piece of bread it tears up the bread so i prefer smooth but i also put peanut butter in my smoothies okay so that's my protein gotcha um, 
So for me, smooth seems to have more of a variety of options as opposed to crunchy. Yeah. Yeah. Crunchy is like the, uh, the abstract version for everybody to use. I mean, you're not using yeah. it. And I think that crunchy would be good though in in um, ice cream. Yeah, uh, normally the nuts mm-hmm. a little bit without having actual nuts in it. Mm-hmm. So it's like a two for one. I know it's all probably psychological, but hey, let's go with it. Yeah, I'm usually <laughs> with the. I'm usually with having something going with it. So if I make peanut butter ice cream, normally I'll put like pretzels or something in it for the crunch factor. So I'd rather have something else of a taste because i think i just talked about this on uh the cereal episode that i just came out yesterday honey nut cheerios like 15 years ago honey nut cheerios actually had nuts on the o's and i didn't notice they had taken them off it was it was such a disappointment how how do you just give me flavored nuts it's like well yeah it's just a regular cheerio yeah it's just a honey flavored cheerio yeah you're right it's disrespectful is what it is I'm a Cheerio girl, so you're right. They did take the nuts off of it. They have a peanut butter flavored Cheerio, don't they? They do, and I have that too, mixed with chocolate. It's absolutely the best. You sounded very proud of that when you. I said am it. very proud. <laughs> I stand on my whole peanut butter, <laughs> my whole peanut butter fiasco. Love it. Uh, peanut butter. You like you like Reese's Puffs, or it's too sweet for you? Do I like Reese's, Reese's Puff cereal? Um, I don't, and I let me tell you why I don't. I don't because it's good when you first bite in it, but mm. to me, afterward, it has like a, it's like a, it's not a taste, but like a residue. Right. Yeah. After you eat it, so it's like, eh, mm. that's not what I want. Yeah, I loved it in college, and it was the first cereal that I really ate with milk all the time. Otherwise, I used to eat dry cereal before this point. So I would take like the little pint of 2% milk and I would like spritz a little bit on top of it at a time because I don't want it to get soggy. Once it got soggy and that like that chalky, yeah, that chalky texture started to come off it. I was like, I'm done. And then too, like if you eat so much of it, you I started feeling like I can't actually taste the flavor of it. It's just a glaze on my taste buds. Right. If any sense. Yeah. Those sugary cereals, boy, I tell you. Yeah, I try to stay away from them after, you know. Not an older. All right. So we talked plenty about peanut butter. Gave you some ideas there. One way trip to the fresh market to see about that honey roasted peanut butter. Absolutely. And perhaps you could come up with, you said you do the cookie with the peanut butter on top. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking maybe you could come up with a cookie that would allow the, you could stick the big peanut butter cup on a popsicle and stick the cookie on top of the peanut butter cup and it'll be a peanut butter cup cookie pop. And this was think about it. This will still be frozen <laughs> or it'd be at room temperature? Well, I would think it would have to be room temperature and a little undercooked with the cookie mm-hmm. to be able to push the cookie or put the cookie on top of the peanut butter cup or cook the peanut butter cookie a little bit and put the peanut butter pop in the peanut butter cookie and put it in the oven for like five minutes, take it out room temperature and then put it in the freezer Okay. and freeze it. And then when people go to eat it, they can take it out, let it go room temperature and then eat it like a cookie peanut butter cup popsicle. Hmm. See what I'm thinking is making like a peanut butter cookie dough, Okay. keeping it in a ball, but then you stuff the peanut butter cup inside of it Yes. and then bake the ball but the ball would fall a little bit. So I'd probably have to bake it in like a muffin tin 
in order to keep it inside there? That'll work. And then have the like the Reese cup center inside of it? Yes, and then take it out and dip it in chocolate and put it in the freezer. That's a lot of layers. It is, but I'm telling you, it would be fantastic. For you, it definitely would, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for all the listeners that love peanut butter and that love chocolate, I'm telling you, it's a happy day. You'd be surprised how many people will eat that. That sounds like a day where I would need to hit 20,000 steps in order to feel good about myself. You're absolutely right, because one of those was going to be a good 750 calories. Yeah, yeah. But the bite of it, the savory of the bite of it will be so delicious, it would be undeniable. Yeah, it's called a sugar buzz. Or diabetes on the stick. Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) All right. One or the other. Yeah. But it should be worth it. Also forgot to ask you this. What is a food that you absolutely won't eat that most people do? Good question. Um... I'm going to do two. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm going to do t- yeah, two different ones and then a combo. So in the black community, chitterlings, I will never eat a chitlin. Yeah, but most people don't eat those. And it's funny enough that I think every cousin you have has answered this with the same thing. And then I repeat the question, what is the food that you won't eat that most people do? Chitlins is not that thing. Even if I'm black and I don't touch them. Which is so crazy because everybody that I talk to that I'm around will eat them. No. Outside of my family and I don't. Okay, so let me let me rethink that question. Um one food that I won't eat, it will probably be anchovies. I don't think that one's high on there either. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll take it if you can't come up with nothing else. But um, I, I think okay. I'm I'm gonna end up doing a compilation of people saying chitlins. One food that I won't eat. It's a tough one. Take your time okay. now. You said coconut? Yes. Okay. I will not coconut for nothing. No. Really? You we talking coconut the texture or are you talking coconut I flavor? I don't like the texture, not fan of the flavor. Okay. I'm slightly okay with the fragrance. Okay. But I just I don't like coconut. Uh most of the time I try not to be one of those people who goes, Oh, you don't like such and such? I'm like, Well, you haven't had mine, but in this scenario, <laughs> Right, but in this scenario here, because I've recently started using coconut extract when I make French toast, are you a fan of French toast? I am. I like French toast. Okay, that, I don't eat it often at all, okay. but I like it. I might have to, you know, steer one of those your way. Okay. Okay. It, it, I mean, it, instead of vanilla, I use the coconut, and I use thick cut brioche bread. And okay, I'll try it. I'll, I'm, you know, I'm all for trying it. I'll try it. Okay. But I not like coconut. Gotcha. Um, um, another one is eggs. I'm with you. I'm right. With, if I had a button to celebrate right now, <laughs> I would. That is my number one thing I, I won't eat. Yeah. I may do a boiled egg every once and again in a salad, but that's far, far and few. I don't like eggs. No. I'm not eating that. No, thanks. At all. What is the last new food that you tried? Probably a pineapple pizza. Interesting. It just had pineapples on it. Was there any other topping? or? It was pineapple and it was pepperoni. No, pineapple and chicken pizza. Pineapple and chicken. Yuck. Pineapple and chicken. And that was actually good. And the most abstract that I've ever tried was jalapenos and pineapples pizza with nothing else on it 
So it gives you the sweet and sweet and spicy, spicy taste. It was good. I would eat it, uh, but am I choosing to eat it? No. Am I? Let me say it this way. Am no, I you won't be ordering it? <laughs> yeah. Let me let me say it this way. Am I paying for it? No. If you get it, you want me to try it? I'll try it. Right. Right. If it's in the yeah. room, I eat it. If I'm paying for it, it ain't it ain't coming to me. It ain't coming to your house. Right. Yeah. Last. Thing I tried. All right. Anything else, peanut butter, you got for the people? Any, no, nothing else. Oh, you might want to try in the mornings if you don't want to have a big breakfast, don't have a lot of time, but needs to get some protein in. Um, wheat bread, toast it, and then put peanut butter on it, let it melt. It is the best thing ever. It is so delicious, even though you're looking at me like it's so disgusting. I'm don't knock it till you try it. It is delicious. And then you can put bananas on top of it if you like. I, I was stuck at the point of where you said toasted wheat bread and we just got rid of our toaster because I was like, we don't make toast anymore. <laughs> but you shouldn't have got rid of, rid of the toaster because you might have a brilliant idea. Of like, oh, I could just throw it in the toaster. No, you Like kind of like I should have gotten rid of the food process. <laughs> exactly. That's where I was going back around. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to that. I just got rid of the food processor. You're right. All right. I'll tell them so. All right. Uh, but that's it for today. Go ahead and wrap it up there. Thank you, Sean, for coming on the show. Had a great time. Had a ball. A peanut butter ball. A peanut butter ball. <laughs> all right. But check out uh, all the episodes of yourfoodlooksfunny.com. Donate to the show while you're on there. We're trying to get Adobe Audition. See you guys next week. Bye.